In a land of positive COVID tests and a time of harsh reality, the destiny of a mediocre podcast rests on the shoulders of three dudes. Its name, Four Seasons and a Funeral. Today, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 10 of Merlin, The Moment of Truth. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David. Hi, I'm Charlie. Hi, I'm David. What do you mean, positive COVID test? Yes. Audience, very quick before we do the reveal, out of anyone on this podcast who has a cough recently, who do you think is the one who's about to reveal they have COVID? <laughs> I'll yep. have you know I did a very good job of editing out my coughing. <laughs> David has had a totally non-COVID related How cough. How dare you, Nick? <laughs> that's aud- that's oh. an audio crime you've just committed. <laughs> it is. I'm looking at the waveform. I'm sorry, David. <laughs> and I have to leave it in now because it was a joke. <laughs> no, you can cut that. You can get, you can get rid of that one. <laughs> I looked at the waveform and instantly regretted what I'd done. <laughs> but yeah, um, so from my perspective, Nick and I <laughs> went golfing for a work event. Uh, at the very end of the day, whilst I was standing next to him, Nick went, hmm, I feel like I'm coming down with something. I hope it's not too bad. And jokingly, I shuffled away from him. I then woke up at like 7 a.m. the next day to text from Nick saying, hey, I have COVID. um important to note on that day uh yeah i I woke up with like a fever between like 39 and 40 um like well over 100 for 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 you americans and god it was it was a rough couple days it was it was really bad um i lost my voice for a solid portion of time Uh, my voice still doesn't sound correct so it probably sounds slightly different right now it sounds Um, closer to who you like to what you normally sound like (laughs) than i did last episode i edited last episode i sound like a different fucking person that's impressive um i'm like two octaves down from where i usually talk damn I think slightly most concerningly, though, over across five days, I lost like 12 pounds. Holy um, crap. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. Um, unfortunately, I, I never want to no. lose 12 pounds. No, no David, this, this this was not the way this was not the way to lose 12 pounds is all I'm going to say. Like, if you want, I, I'll give I'll give you my secret. My secret was I couldn't really drink much fluids. I was able to drink a little uh... bit of water each day and I had like. A, a small bowl of soup and that was all that I ate and I had like absolutely zero hunger for like s- basically a full week yeah like, you don't I still don't really have lung hunger through water like that's not the way you want yeah. it, it uh, was it was certainly mostly water and just not eating for a week jeez it was, it was bad uh my I think the most ridiculous but plausible like medical diet is the coma diet in which you get put into a medically induced coma and you just lose weight because you're not some, doing anything that's some fucking dystopia sci-fi shit oh yeah no 100 percent, 100 percent. but also you're not awake and therefore you can't you can't get yourself you can't pull yourself off your diet so you're going to lose weight damn it that's yeah. like the second now, closest are you thing going to, to have any muscles you can, <laughs> you can also you get woken have... up when december ends Wake uh, September? Me up. No, December. When December ends. <laughs> it's a new year diet. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. <sighs> All Wake right. me up. <laughs> Ow. Stop oh, hurting that was the other. That was the other really fun one. So I started developing a cough partway through, but I had an incredibly terrible sore throat. 
And the sore throat was bad enough that every time that I coughed, I like almost started crying. Um, oh, jeez. So I couldn't cough, which is bad. You, you, you should be coughing when you need to cough. Um, uh-huh. it, was, it was not a good system. It was, it, was a, it was a horrible system for a couple days. Fortunately, we're probably at the other side of it. Uh, I, I'm still, I'm still got some, some COVID lines whenever I'm testing, but you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're working on that one. Well, so Nick, I think we just can't both go into the office. So, <laughs> we're so like, do all office-related things. All I'm, I'm going to say is, I feel incredibly confident that I did not get this at that event. I don't know where I got it, but I do not think I got it there. Because the fact that as the event was ending, I was feeling shitty, there is no way that I got it yeah, there. COVID I had to have gotten it a couple in, days ago. In like an hour. I think. That's, mm-hmm. That's like, fair. It, it's usually a day so, or two since contact that you get it, right? What's, what's insane to me is that no one else from the office apparently got it. You were probably um, not contagious yet if you weren't showing any symptoms, right? I guess. Um I don't know. I just I'm I'm happy that I didn't infect anyone else uh, apparently with it. But yeah, I'm still racking my brain over where I actually got it. Um, but yeah, it happened. Board game cafe? Um, no, we didn't actually do that. Oh. I I assume not because it was like eleven o'clock or some shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so like, late. Maybe oh, maybe David. maybe it was at climbing before then. Like that's that's what I was thinking. Was maybe guess it was at des- climbing. Guess what dessert after golf was. <laughs> Oh, uh, ice cream cake? Cake? <laughs> a cheesecake. Ooh. Cheesecake. That Nick graciously donated. <laughs> it was that cake? It yeah. was that cake, shockingly. Oh, well, I'm glad, some, I'm glad some people enjoyed it, I guess. Yep, it was well enjoyed by uh, everyone except for Charlie. Because uh, it's cheesecake, and I just don't like cheesecake. Yeah. Also, it's probably going to hurt you a little bit. Uh, I mean, yeah. Charlie has lactate. <laughs> Not on me at the time. <laughs> I know, but if he really wanted to, he could yeah, eat yeah. that cake. But yes. Uh um anyways, that's what I've been up to for the last week. Oh, also I stopped us from recording for a solid week because of COVID, which was <laughs> yes, fun. We um, are out of the bank. This episode will be coming out in uh five days. <laughs> hey. Six days. Yeah. Apologies about that, everyone, but oh boy, I was not recording <laughs> Listen, before we, now. We're getting it in in time. We still hey, haven't hey. missed a single week. Hey, there's an actual span of time between these recordings now for the audience instead of like three days. <laughs> yeah, we have hey. a lot to talk about for what we've been up to aside from Nick just getting COVID. Yeah. Uh, yeah. D- Charlie, what have you been up to? We'll go to you first uh, here. Uh, I saw David. <laughs> Yes. I Yay. think that's about it. Well, uh, we it was Canada Day before our last re- in yeah. between our last recording, right? Which is our uh uh not our, our independence. independence. Is it our independence day? I wouldn't classify uh, it as independence. Canada Day. <laughs> like yeah. it's the day we became a country. So I guess technically an independence day, but but it, I we, feel- we didn't gain independence. Ste- technically we don't have an independence day because yeah. we're not independent of in- Independence also so real... is usually like war. <laughs> like we've like so the, real the day question you is, like why don't throw we celebrate off the shackles. The real question is why don't we celebrate that day that we burned down the White House more? Like <laughs> that was the British. <laughs> I mean, you're right. It just so happened to be, but as an actual colony. Yes, the, the British people who burned down the White House just so happened to live in the land called Canada. <laughs> 
Exactly. And the only reason it's called Canada is because when they asked natives what the land is called, and they went, Canada, which I think translates to something like this land. Like, yeah. It's, it's something like that, and they went, ah, yes, Canada. But here we are. Here we are now. <laughs> yeah, it means village or settlement. <laughs> so they went, what is this place? And they went, the settlement? And they went, ah, yes, Canada. Yes, that is what we shall call it. Ah, <laughs> uh, colonization. Was it, is it, <laughs> is it worse now or better now? Because we still have colonization. It's just weirder. <laughs> uh, I don't think I want to comment on that. I Nick, think what's your opinion? Let's get a recording on it so we can never get into <laughs> politics. I, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I think it gets worse as time goes on, especially looking at Africa. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, the pseudo-colonization and like patting yourself on the back makes it feel worse to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I just, I'm not a fan of when people, like, pretend like they're doing good things. Just own up. Be a heel. Just be the bad guy. <laughs> like, come on. But, David, in the world of cancel culture, you always have to paint yourself as a good guy. Absolutely not. <laughs> just be the bad person. Come at me. Fight me. Like, I will say, Elon is very much trying his best to turn more and more into the heel. And, like... He's G- not, given... though. He thinks... Oh, my... Fucking Elon Musk. <laughs> okay, fucking no. moron. You got David started. <laughs> what a fucking dumbass. <laughs> yes. This fucking... is... Yeah, but David, David's right. Elon's not painting himself as... He's not being the heel. He's portraying himself as a victim to get points with the Republican bait. And he's claiming that's who like he is he's a good guy and he's trying to save transportation. When he's a fucking idiot moron who's only, like, famous because he has money. Because his parents owned a fucking emerald mine during apartheid. Like. And he also, my favorite thing that I only learned about recently, which shows, like, how well it's hushed up. Um, he sued, so he bought majority share in Tesla. And then sued the actual founders of Tesla for the right to be called a co-founder. Yep. Wow. Despite the fact that he was not involved in the founding of the company. (laughs) But, like, he took them to court, so they officially have to, by way of court decision, refer to him as a co-founder. Despite him coming in years after the actual founding of the company. Well, isn't that nice of him? You know. Giant egos. I just wish I had even close to that amount of money, because just the level of nonsense I would get up to. (laughs) <laughs> like, I imagine not the to good. anime figures and just body the pillows. nonsense. <laughs> no, see what what scares me, Charlie, is how many times David is, has used the the statement "pull an FLQ." Um, Whoa! Listen, we've never said that on Mike. <laughs> well, the thing is, with that amount of money, allegedly, it stops allegedly, being a, it stops being an FLQ, and it just starts becoming lobbying. Like you don't have to kill anyone at that point; you just buy them off. Like <laughs> I. Right, like <laughs> he has a point. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the I feel like the the response to that is just why not both? I mean, <laughs> lobbying is more effective, if anything. Yeah, it's Fair lobbying legal, too. Lobbying you know? has proven to be the most effective way to control the fucking government in the world. God, give them money. Yeah, 
Hey, and for those Americans who don't know what we mean when we say FLQ, don't oh, worry nope. about it. <laughs> don't, don't worry about, worry it. about it's it. It's fine. Just, don't need just to Google. <laughs> what was it? Um, it was in October, right? Yes, the October yeah. crisis, famously. Google, Google the October crisis <laughs> and just, you'll find like a Canadian encyclopedia link. Click on that. Should tell you everything you need to know when we mention FLQ the Republicans. Oh God, you're adding, you're adding no, words. No, no, stop adding words to it, Charlie. Sorry, um, FLQ the moderates and right wing. Is that is that more in line with no. this group's political leanings? Oh God. Uh-oh. I would hey, like hey, to hey, add Nathan, a disclaimer: this is all in satire. I do not actually endorse these actions. Allegedly. <laughs> In a video game. <laughs> Someone would like to make a video game. Can I make a video game where you just go around throwing no, no, money at politicians? No, no, no. no. If, if someone would allegedly like to make a video game, we need to add two layers here. Like, there's I, a. I do you guys want to do, like, do, do a game jam? No. One coming soon. There's the Game Makers Toolkit game jam. Oh, those all sound horrible. Any any like coding jam just is not not how I want to spend an evening. Yeah, just... the Game Maker's Toolkit Game Jam is uh, July fifteenth. Uh, I don't think we have enough experience to do that. I mean, excuse you. Yeah, I'm sure the that, point. I'm sure just, we could make a. <laughs> you just need to make a minimal viable product. It just needs to run. Essentially, it's run once under and specific then, circumstances, and then slap some anime titties on it, and you've got a bestseller. Oh my god, it's Tetris, just anime titties, though. <gasps> okay, I'm in. Diff- <laughs> you sold me, you son of a bitch. No, 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 no. but it's, but it's, but it's, poyo, it's Poyo Poyo, it's Poyo Poyo Tetris, but it's just different colored boobs. No, no, no. Um, what it is, is it's Tetris, but instead of blocks, fully clothed anime girls come down, and when you make a line, the clothing they wear get removed. Ah, <laughs> smart. Smart. Oh, should we talk about Merlin at some point? Oh, I guess it's been like fifteen Probably. minutes. What have you been up to? Uh, I saw Charlie. <laughs> hey, we watched. All right. The so to recap, what everyone's been up to: Charlie saw David. David saw Charlie. Nick was dead. We um, watched the boys in Snowflake it. Mountain. It was a good time. Oh, have you nice. finished Snowflake Mountain? I haven't. I need to. You do. You actually do. <laughs> Some hilarious shit happens at the end. Oh God, I'm excited. Any- anyways, um, let's let's get into let's get into Merlin, everyone. The TV guide for this episode reads: Merlin heads to his home village to help protect it from a fearsome warlord, and is surprised when Arthur, Morgana, and Gwen decide to go with him. While Arthur attempts to t- uh, to turn the townsfolk into a fighting force, an old f- friend of Merlin's encourages him to use magic to save the village. Kanan is played by Alexander Siddig, and William is played by Joe Dempsey. Uh, so this I, is like the road trip episode of Merlin, I guess. Yeah, um, <laughs> road tripping. It, this this is like the SG one episode of Merlin, where it's the heroes go to some underdeveloped village being bullied, and then teach that village how to defend themselves against said bully, and resolution abound. Yeah, I just I just don't think it's smart to be training an army in the peasantry like this, especially if you're the ruling class. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, different well, no, no, country. No, no, no. This is it's brilliant more play by This is a different country. Yeah, they are going. They are going to go and overthrow and come and join Camelot. Oh, right, because they do cross the border. This yeah, isn't in Camelot. This that is, makes this it is so them. much worse. <laughs> Training and arming a random village. And also, they're gaining sentiment for their side because they came and helped them. Like oh, everything about God. this is. Never mind. This was a masterful is... political move by Arthur. <laughs> Uh, I I just want to also preface before we start. Uh, I was high as shit watching this, uh, so if my recollection is in any way different, that's why. Yeah, I guess I watched this episode like a week ago as well, so it's kind of foggy in my mind. I was still. I watched this episode. I watched this episode earlier today because when I tried to watch it, you know, last week, I I could not keep my my eyes open long enough. It was great. <laughs> So as always, Nick will be carrying us through this recap. <laughs> let's uh let's 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 get into the episode where we open up on a random village and I'm sure both of you guys are going, "Cool, look, it's it's just a village again." Um it's just a, it's just a random opening scene. Who knows what's actually, happening? But You know, actually out of all of the episodes episodes of Merlin, I felt this one had enough lead up in the opening. <laughs> Yeah, no, this one nice. this one starts off perfectly because it's like it, new setting. Hey, <clears throat> if you remember to episode one, I think they kept the casting. Uh, uh so they keep they keep some of the casting. Um we have them all we have we have um Kanan coming in and fucking fucking shit up, demanding more food. Um and uh we actually even better, um, depending on how well you remember things, we even hear Huneth. Um like their name is is said here. Which actually yeah. gives you the like, oh shit, this is uh this is Merlin's old village. Yeah, it's Merlin's remember village. That far back to that being Merlin's mom. Yeah, nine yes. episodes ago. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Forever ago. Which for us is nine weeks, so yeah, no, that is a while ago. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, she and has if like you were watching one this scene. Yes. Um Caden kills kills a random dude. Um demands that the villagers but- give him more food. Like this, so yeah, he shows up and is like, "Oh, hey, dude from Sherlock, detective from Sherlock, you didn't give me oh, all my money." Oh, you mu- stole my joke. <laughs> Sorry, not uh, forensic <laughs> forensic investigator from Sherlock. You did you kept food from me, you son of a bitch. And then Merlin's mom runs out and is like, "No, I won't let you take it." Gets backhanded, and then another dude like takes five steps, and I. Like, barely even looking, Kanan just pulls out a crossbow and shoots him right in the heart. And the dude drops dead. Yeah, we... Listen, banditry in uh, in England is fucking serious business. You do not mess with the bandits. You you give the bandits what you can, and then when the bandits ask for more, you, you hope they don't kill you. But yeah, and he's like, oh, we'll be back for the rest. You best have it, bitch. Yup. And then rides away. And I guess um, Merlin's mom is then like, oh, time to go to Camelot to ask for help. Yep, uh, I've got a week until they're going to come back. I guess I'll go see if I can find people to help. I guess um, it's like a two-day ride between the village and Camelot. Listen, the goddamn spatial like <laughs> stuff does make zero sense. Well, I have mean, no idea. Later... What are the borders of Camelot for there to be a random village that doesn't belong to them to be within like two days or some shit? Like, yeah, where is the capital actually like, located? Because she doesn't have a fucking horse. She fucking walks. <laughs> like, I assume she could get a ride from someone. 
two days on foot like is normally like maybe 40 miles or 50 miles if you're keeping up like a decent pace so like it's only 50 miles away yeah yeah to be fair ildor ildor we know is uh it's it's an outer town and in the uh um there are maps who knows but in the the meantime tv show specifically as well like what are the in the meantime um merlin runs into his mom and is like mom what are you doing in camelot she's like i i need to i need to see arthur or i need to see uh uther we we need help and And merlin sees well merlin also sees the massive bruise on her face and is like what happened um and yep uh, fortunately, Hunith is able to get an audience with the king um, and makes her case well enough. Is like, hey, um, you know, there, there are these people. Uh, they're, they're, they're looking at us kind of funny. They, I think they kind of want to take our land. Do you mind if we like join with you guys so that we can get you protection? Hunith is like, ooh, see, but if you do that, then you know, you, you become one of us and attack against one of us is attack against all of us, and we can't really do that right now. Like, there's too many of us. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, you can't join us. You know, I, I I'm really sorry. <laughs> We're also, gonna have to let you get attacked by these bandits or like, you know surely, other things. Surely, Uther could send a whole bunch of knights dressed in all black without any sign that they came from Camelot. Have them beat up the bandits, kill them, <clears throat> and then leave. No one in that village is gonna rat on you. Well, also, like, don't even, like, don't even go to the village. Just go and beat up the bandits. Like, just send just, a force. Yeah, just stay outside. Just stay outside the leave. village. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uther, I get the diplomacy angle. It also kind of, and I get it's just like the scale of of society at the time when he's like, "I will not risk hundreds of lives for you." I'm like, man, there's like 50 people in that village. <laughs> Like in the scale of lives you're risking, that's that's very close. Yes, my grand kingdom of a thousand people. <laughs> like I understand, like society's very small right now, but that's not that big of a difference. I have a standing army of a hundred knights. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> actually, I don't even think they have a hundred knights. I think most, I think kind of in scary terms, uh, that means that Kanan's group of bandits, which we learn are about 50 people, is <laughs> fucking huge. Yeah, well, no, think, that's like a lot of guys. I think that's the threat then of them, right? Like that dude, how does, yeah, no wonder he needs that's, all that that's food That's a full that fucking village. village. Yeah. yeah. That's a full village. That's a band, like, listen, this isn't a band, like, this isn't a group of bandits. That's a bandit village they're attacking. We, yeah, no, like, honestly, the bandits should just be like, hey, uh, you feed us, and we become our own independent nation, and we protect you. And, like, hey, with protection, we can do bigger trade routes, and you can start trading with other villages, because no one's going to attack you, because we're protecting you. Just feed us. Like, that's the solution here, is for this village to secede nah. from the kingdom. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Listen, I, I would get behind King Cannon. He looks great. <laughs> He's got a dope ass beard, a sick scar. Yeah, like that's a man who can battle. With, that's a man who can probably on. kill all the dragons. <laughs> Chain one up in a cave. <laughs> but yeah, everyone's like, Uther, help them. And he's like, Ugh, can't. Sorry. Oh, what? It's lunchtime? 
Uh, and Oops, you guys are getting invaded? Oops, sorry. Well, we'll send you, we'll send some aid. Merlin can go and help you, I guess. Well, I, Uther doesn't even say that. Merlin just yeah. goes to Arthur and is like, hey, uh, I have to go. And Arthur's like, yeah, you do. Bye. Yep. Uh, it, I wish, well, no, I, wish I could help looks, more, but also... Arthur definitely looks sad. Like, he doesn't no, immediately no, just be like, hey, bye. Yeah. But it, it, it's weird because they've, they have to play this fine line of Arthur is a secondary protagonist and also occasionally an antagonist. Uh, but we also he's still been, need him to be relatable. I don't know. He's been much less antagonist since the first cut. Like, yeah, they've since, been like building, episode three or four, essentially. He's like no longer the antagonist in the show. Yeah. Like he's sometimes they, an they've obstacle. They've been doing their best. But he's definitely not like the driving yeah, like, force guess, against Merlin. I guess obstacle is a better, better way to phrase yeah. it. But it is nice in this episode where he's like, yeah, yeah, no, go, go save your village. It's cool. I don't like this is the best way to go about it. Um. And then Arthur's, like, getting geared up, and Gwen packed him some armor, which is just, like, chainmail casually tossed in a bag, uh, and a sword, which he doesn't know how to use. And he's like, I can't carry all this. And she's like, that's why Morgana and I are coming with you. And Morgana which... walks in with, like, the most glamorous necklace I have seen on this show to date, uh, <laughs> which she should not be wearing if they're going into bandit territory. What do you mean? I'm pretty sure that that necklace is worth more than all of the food that the bandits want, and she could just be like, "Hey, jingle, jingle, jingle," and the I'm bandits go, "Okay, bye." I'm shocked that the solution to this isn't let's go hire some mercenaries or something. I'm shocked that the solution to this isn't just like let's get you more money or like let's just bring some food or shit with us. If you bring like, food, then the bandits no, that's steal just the food. Yourself a target for the bandits. Yeah, you gotta kill the bandits. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, like, they. I don't think they they like it's already implied that they gave the bandits quite a bit of food already. So yeah. I yeah. don't think that giving them more food is gonna send them off on their way. Yeah. But uh, Merlin, Gwen, and Morgana set off. Uh, they make camp apparently about a day and a half away. Because uh, Merlin wakes up in the middle of the night and he hears hoofbeats. And oh, it's Arthur in full gear. Because, hey, Arthur's a good guy and he's going to come too. And I fully, expected, like, well... I fully expected this to be like, I can help you. I just have to like wear a disguise or something. No one can know that the Prince of Camelot entered this country to help. Nope. As soon as they get to the village, he's like, I am Arthur of Camelot. <laughs> Which, once again, fucking, fucking insane move of, hey, I'm gonna help you guys. You guys should come join Camelot. Look at how much am, better we treat these I, villagers. I am a foreign leader here to arm and train you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, I just need your help in seizing these bandits' weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> Hey, I listen, this guy I heard about ropes. your current leadership, and I want to train some rebels to overthrow it. Hey, this guy is building roads in his community. Let's give him an AK-4, I mean, a sword. This is not an allusion to the U.S. Army and Osama bin Laden. I swear. <laughs> Couldn't be. I, I really hope Camelot gets fucking invaded by this this country like next episode because you come on this is exactly what Uther said you couldn't go and do there was many Absolutely. other solutions to this what they did 
in two members of the royal family invading this country was not one of them. And bringing weapons. It's important yep. to note, like, they, they brought weapons with them. Like, you're right, most of the villagers don't have them, but they did bring weapons with them. Some of the villagers will have some. Oh, and when they kill the bandits and take their swords as well, like... Yep, you've then armed the this village. Swords aren't, like, ch- cheap to manufacture, especially back then. Like, swords require, like, quite a bit of materials and time to make. And knowledge. Yeah, yep. so it's like, yeah, these are the equivalent of just handing a bunch of peasants some guns and saying, go crazy. So you mean America? America. Fuck yeah. Happy July 4th, America. You guys don't deserve it. <laughs> nice. Quick, hop into the other voice channel and let Storm know. I think Storm already oh. knows. <laughs> Yeah. I really think Storm out of all people 100% knows. Yeah. What you mean, as a woman in America right now, she knows her country doesn't deserve praise? Shocking. In, in a state <laughs> where pending a, a court decision, abortion could become a felony at any point in time. Shocking. <laughs> Man, imagine God. having that just hanging over your head at all times. That sounds... <laughs> yeah, imagine living in the States. Please don't infect Canadian politics more than you already have. They already have. Already what are you? What are you talking like about? More than you here. already have. They're already. They're already here too much. Yes, no. that's why I'm saying don't infect more than you already have. Every time I see a Trump flag on a car that has Ontario plates, I want to die. Oh well, my I god! I want to go up to that person and shake them so hard. <laughs> like There's... I want to. Sh- I want to shake them like a bad nanny shakes a baby <laughs> until they go quiet. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's a house not too far from mine that is flying a fuck Trudeau flag. And at one of the gas pumps, my girlfriend pointed out that there is a sticker of Trudeau that said, I did that. It's like... But now that gas is down below 190 again, does Trudeau still get the credit for that? Did he still <laughs> drop it down like 20 cents in a couple weeks? Does he get that credit? It's just, it's not even original. Like, that's us, the worst hit part. Hit us up, conservatives at Twitter on F4SAF. Like, at least come up with something new and interesting. Like, David, they're still doing the pronoun jokes. I know, they run it into the ground. They they find like, one this... joke, and then they, they literally, the problem is that they can't make up new jokes. Like, it's no, like, the same is... jokes. I am... I am waiting for the resurgence of attack helicopter memes. No, uh, it, no never, is, it never they, went they, away. They they're still around. That's what? all they do. That's the one joke. That's He's like, oh, I identify as this. Well, okay, so it's taken a different form recently because okay. um, a Canadian conservative fuckwit, and I don't want to say his name, but I assume you know who I'm talking about, uh, got banned off Twitter recently um, for making a an offensive and transphobic joke aimed at Elliot Page. Oh, God, what a fucking moron. What a so, piece of shit. So he got banned and was like, oh, I'll never revoke what I said. I, I meant it. And then put out a transphobic apology video so he could get reinstated on Twitter. But now the rest of the conservative Twitter fuckwits are being like, oh, I identify as this name. And if you call me my dead name, 
then I'm going to report you and get you banned on Twitter. <laughs> My name's like YX13Y. And you're like, this is the same fucking joke you've been doing for like 20 years. It's also, it's also crazy to me because like they act it's, like there's no precedent for people changing their names, but like women have been getting married to men and changing their last names for centuries. And it's like, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> like, have you like, it's absolutely crazy. Or like actors having stage names. Like there's a legal or, process or for writers. this too. Like it, it, <laughs> Like people, people change their names. Like before, trans people were doing it. Like that's Just why like, a system exists to legally change your name, and that's why you can go to a government facility and submit a form, and it's done. <laughs> like I just, I don't understand or, or why they're acting removed. like it's some sort of crazy new thing that's a huge pressure on them. I think the issue they have with it is. Oh, why are you getting offended when I'm calling you this old name? It's just a name. Never mind. I have a history and the country has a history of bullying trans people for changing their names. And like there's a a clip of um I really don't want to say any of these names. Um <laughs> uh angry uh angry conservative Jewish guy. If you know who I'm talking about. Little little face or sister with milk truck? <laughs> oh, milk truck sister. Okay. Yeah, milk truck sister. I, I, <laughs> I, I was pretty all, sure. I'm glad we're all aware of who that is. There's, there's a hilarious video of him in a debate with, like, on a panel or something, and there's uh, a trans woman on there. And multiple times on Reflex, he calls her with female pronouns, goes back, and corrects himself to use male pronouns. Like, it's he went purpose. out of his it's way to purpose. be a bigot. It's entirely on purpose. No, but his entire argument is like, oh, like, I know. But then fucks up several times. And I just want to punch him in his face. Listen, the people Anyways. who make a career out of that are the smart people for the <laughs> dumb people, is what it is. Like, they pretend like they're intelligent and they pretend like they're smart, but they're only smart in comparison to their followers. <sighs> and it's very painful because they fall so deep in the Dunning, what is it, Dunning-Kruger curve? Dunning, I can't remember yeah, the pronunciation. Yeah. But they fall so deep in that that they literally are incapable of seeing that they're dumb. Yeah, that's that's the the curve where it's like, I know nothing, but I think I know everything. I know nothing, and I know I know everything. Yeah, I know I know some things. Oh, I think I'm intelligent. I know a lot. I have no fucking clue what's going on. Yeah. Like, you, you, there's think... a bare minimum of intelligence you need to have to realize you're not intelligent enough to speak <laughs> about things. Or I, Well, that curves, like, there's a bare, there's a, a threshold to knowledge before you realize you lack knowledge. Yeah. And it's just, they, uh, it's very painful. Anyways, Merlin, where are we? <laughs> yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like the the big takeaway from all that is just, hey, don't be a dick to other people. Just don't do it. 
just just be nice to people. But and they're voting make... at the fabric of society. Never minding nope. that. Charlie, that, nope, that nope. We're, we're, we're done. We're nope. done. Be it's nice it's literally all, all that I want to say. All that I want to say is just be nice to people, please. Be nice Marlon. to people. Try your best. If you do upset someone, just apologize and try to do better. Like, yep. don't get defensive. <clears throat> just apologize and do your best to be better. That's all. Merlin time. Yes, Merlin. Um, now let's talk about arming peasants for an uprising against the <laughs> oppressive class. Yes. Let's fucking uh, let's do it. Back, let's head back into the village where Caden is back to get more more food. Um, he finds the stash of food that they that the villagers were hiding from him. Uh, because, surprisingly, they need food to survive the winter and to, you know, resow the fields so that they can get pillaged next year as well. Um and Kanan's like, nah, fuck that. Give me, give me all the food. Um, and is about to start fucking some people up uh, until um, Merlin, Arthur, and then Gwen and Morgana arrive and start fighting off some bandits. Like, really, the short-sightedness of the bandits is their downfall. Because if they just showed up and went, hey, we want your food. How about we protect and help you in your fields? Then everyone has enough food. Listen, then they wouldn't be bandits, though. I know. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Then, well, no. Then the king. Then the king comes along and goes, "The fuck, you guys can't also tax people. Get out of here." Well, they, they, like, taxing, goes, they, they would be this is a for their labor. Kill them all. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they would just be a very well armed village I... that that is prosperous and has grown by forty people overnight. Would you Would you say that they're a well armed and well regulated militia? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, David, that. Is is the keeping of arms related to that phrase, or is it shut the fuck up? I want to kill people indiscriminately. Well, why don't uh, we leave it up to states' rights? <laughs> yep. Anyways, no, no, it's not because the Supreme Court ruled that uh, the states don't get the authority to dictate if you can do concealed carry. That's too sensitive to leave up to the states. That has to be a federal law, and no state can ban concealed carry in any way whatsoever. That's yeah. that's not a states' rights thing. Did you guys hear? Speaking of politics, did you guys hear about the conservative dude who got uh, disqualified from the leadership race? Uh, our yes, leadership? I did. Uh, yeah, there's a conservative uh, federal party leadership race going on right now again because they <laughs> they fucking like they cannot hold down that party. Like, holy crap. Was it what's, Bolivia? What's terrifying? What's terrifying is that we are getting closer and closer to um, more reality sort of TV show sort of folks um, yep. in, in there. With each time that there's another one, and with the with how when how does, quickly the turnover is, it's getting more and more. Terrifying. When does one of the fucking Dragons Den people run for leadership? Like very uh, soon. Like they already. They, like they're they're already had that happen once. They've already had that oh happen once, right? Uh, who's who's the angry bald guy on that? John Leary or something? Kevin O'Leary. John O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. Um, yeah, no, he. Uh, I think he was running in Calgary. Oh my god! End me. End my existence. He was running somewhere, and everyone's like, "You spend like ninety percent of your time in the U.S., so you can't run for Canadian politics." Yeah, in 2017, he campaigned to be the leader of the CPC. Uh, he was a front runner during much of the time, but dropped out in April 2017, one month before the election, citing a lack of support in Quebec. Interesting. 
So yeah, not Don't worry, uh, he'll, he'll be back, I'm sure. Can he speak French though? Like I feel like don't you have to be able was, to speak French to run for anything federally? He was born in Montreal. Oh, his legal name is Terence. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to call him Terence O'Leary from now on. Um yeah, I don't know. I feel like he was born in Quebec but then like left very early. On. I was born in Quebec and I can't speak French. <laughs> like that means English. nothing. <laughs> Anyways, guys, Merlin, please okay. never. <laughs> Please. This is gonna be such well, a long episode. It, it, it is. is. Berlin and gang storm onto the village in time to fight Kanan and his boys. Um, um let's see. Morgana's good at sword fighting. Um, Merlin's she, about she, to die. She doesn't die. Merlin doesn't. Merlin almost dies, but then uses magic, and fortunately, no one sees it. Well, no, someone sees it. Fair enough. Someone does see it. Uh, Game of uh, Thrones guy sees it. Yep. That's how we'll refer to him. Because <laughs> he, uh, Gendry, Gendry sees it. Gendry. His name is not William. Definitely no. not William. Yeah. But yeah, Merlin like heats up a banded sword to like red hot, except on the handle. It's just on the blade. It, it doesn't melt through his sword and then the dude drops it and then runs away or Merlin. No, Merlin kills him. Yep. Yeah. He's- Listen, there's is... there is plenty of murder happening in this. There's I, a lot of we... belly slashes without any blood. We need to see if we can find a kill count for our boys <laughs> by the end of the season. I just want to know, like, on screen, how many people in Merlin and Earth are killed? Because <laughs> it's got to be, like, not a, it's got to be not a huge number, but it's got to be a surprisingly large number. Because I feel like they're killing people, like, every episode nowadays. <laughs> um... But anyways, um, they are able to fend off the bandits, at least for the time being. Excellent. Oh, no. <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah, they're able to uh, fend off the bandits, at least for the time being. Um, Kanan gets away, along with most of the bandits. Um, we have Merlin um, meeting and talking with uh, William, his uh, childhood friend. Um, who, uh, surprisingly, doesn't like royalty um, for reasons that we'll learn later. Um, and For good reasons. I agree. Yes. <laughs> I agree with Gendry. Fuck, uh, fuck the royals. Fuck them coming and trying to arm our village so that, they, that we'll revolt against our own leaders. <laughs> they're gonna get murdered by the king. <laughs> like, yeah, there's The there's king's no gonna come around and he's gonna see a bunch of fucking commoners brand new swords swords and army trading and it's gonna be like "Mm, gotta stamp that out well i mean merlin's mom says they're like a a border town and king doesn't really care for them too much so king still cares about his taxes i bet he still sends tax collectors that's fair um so according to the skill count um without spoiling too too much at the end of the season Merlin will have killed more people and more named characters than Arthur. Interesting. Damn. All right. I mean, magic will do that. We've, it, like... we've, we've seen him use go, mag, go, go magic gun that one time. You've um, seen him use, hey, fire, like fireballs. Uh, so far, yeah. Merlin has killed Lady Helen via chandelier, uh, a oh, snake, yeah. an avank. Oh, the, I want humans. I don't care about the, the, the animals. The griffin by way of lance. 
Edwin. Oh, that wasn't. That doesn't count. I I want he, well, legitimate. They, they titled the one beast, who does. They the title Beast blow. later. Uh, so in episode seven, he kills a bandit, Ulfric, and Sophia. Yep. Uh, yeah, do and that then one. This one is listed as some bandits. <laughs> uh, so so far, he is up to five people. Nice. All right. Uh, Arthur so far has killed Valiant, and then um, he also gets an Avank credit, but whatever. He kills Valiant, and then some bandits. <laughs> I so... feel like he's killed more than that. He killed that one dude who with the snake shield. Yeah, Valiant. Oh, that, that's Valiant. That was Valiant. Right. That's the Knight I Valiant. forgot his name was Valiant, because of course his name was Valiant. But yeah, <laughs> gonna pin this fantastic site. Thank you, <laughs> fascinationandfrustration.com. I don't know if you've ever updated. You have a Patreon? Is it still active? <laughs> don't give them money. We don't even have a Patreon. They have 59 anyways. patrons. Damn. A- anyways. They're more successful than we are. <laughs> By a wide margin. Uh... We should just start a Patreon and start advertising it. <laughs> just only one tier and it's $2 a month. The Patreon.com slash Forsaf. Let's let's get it, everyone. God. <laughs> oh, they're doing stuff. they're doing Shadowhunters season two right now. Nice. <laughs> they did do Merlin. Nice. Alright, anyways. Fucking Merlin Merlin and Arthur have their bonding moment um before heading to bed. Um and Merlin explains a little bit more about, you know, like, oh, yeah, my, my life was a lot worse before I came to Camelot. Um, yeah, as they so. sleep on the floor and eat terrible gruel. <laughs> and Arthur's like, man, you were a peasant. <laughs> man, I, I'm surprised at how much better this is. Um, also, he sticks his feet in Merlin's face. So I'm sure I'm sure Merlin enjoyed that. Right. I'm sure the fans <laughs> loved it. Oh, yeah. At least, at least some of the fans did, I'm sure. I think too many fans. Is this when you were shouting kiss at the screen, Charlie? Uh, no. Not that time. There's a different Soon, time. Though. It's the gear up scene. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> also, the camera work of the show still baffles me sometimes. <laughs> like, just some of the decisions they made, I can understand, like, the motivations behind it, but it's still fucking weird. Like, so they're gearing up all the, they, there's like a huge training montage with all the peasants where not really a whole lot happens. Arthur learns to swallow his pride about turning his food up at food poor people, or turning his nose up about food to food poor people. Uh, women should fight too, and that just results in Gwen fighting with an oar and a woman fighting with a broom. So, yeah, we don't have swords for the women, yeah. but the women should fight. <laughs> But they're if they if they wish to, they're they're like watching the fields for the mercenaries to come back, and it's they're like maybe eight feet away from the fence, like the cameras, and then they do a very quick, like it's obviously ramped up footage to be like, oh, this this zoom in was too long, but then they had a whoosh sound effect to it. <laughs> God, this, the sound effects! I really enjoy that there's at least one of them. There's at least one of them every single episode of Listen, just insane sound effects. Someone at the BBC spent $400 on a sound effects pack, and they're going to get the use out of it. Or can I find these on, like, 
like copyright free sites. <laughs> yeah, that's why he I feels am, like he's got scammed. <laughs> I am so upset that we, to, to the best of my knowledge, we haven't gotten a Wilhelm scream yet, and I cannot wait for it. Like they, it's coming, oh, right? You you gotta pay for that. You can't just use that, right? You do have to pay for the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, that's a shame. Like that's not copy. That's not uh, royalty free. I mean, if we really wanted to, we could get a Wilhelm scream. We could pay for it, I guess. Fair enough. Actually, would it be under copyright? It's from the fifties. Um, it might actually be. I don't know. No, it should still be because of the Mickey Mouse claws, right? Like copyright's like what seventy-five years since the creator's death or something. Hundred years since the creator's uh, death. No, it's a stock sound effect. It's not actually. It's not actually an actor doing it in the in that original movie. Nice. Huh. God, I I will say fucking I love the the like Merlin goofy sound effects are. I'm 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 fucking loving them. Like. <laughs> they're. They're so out of place, but they, they add in just the right amount of campiness so far, <laughs> it feels like. like. Well, so there's, there's that scene, and then um, they're like, oh, we kind of skipped over Merlin's friend William sees him use magic, and is like, oh, you could take out the whole village, like all these bandits if you wanted to. And Merlin's like, yeah, probably, but no one can know about my magic, especially not Arthur. And he's like, oh, your friendship to him means more than the village? So Arthur seems to kind of be gearing up for like a reveal like, oh, I, I, I'm I going to reveal my magic and Arthur's going to have to deal with it, but I got to save my village. Um, And so they're like, they're getting geared up and <laughs> Arthur's like, oh, not today, Merlin. Get your own gear ready because we're both going into battle as like equals. And then they do like the super campy quick punch in to like, hand on equipment to show that it's being like grabbed or like put on but it's like three shots of arthur doing that like <laughs> oh shoulder pad on gauntlet on shield gotten and then it's arthur like fiddling with the straps on his bracers and it, it's such a uh. change in tone that's where i went kiss <laughs> when arthur goes to help merlin with his bracers it's the perfect moment you thought they were just gonna start making out in my mind they did in the and I went. Oh, I'm on Charlie drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get in. We'll get into the fanfic that I wrote. Um, in my mind, this isn't on paper anywhere yet. Ah, oh, boo! Put it in paper. <laughs> Any, put it, anyways, put it, in, put it in tweets, and I'll tweet out the entire fanfic. <laughs> oh God! A hundred, what is it? Two two eighty character tweets. Oh no! I could just make a twit longer and just do it in one. No, no it's got to be its way out. <laughs> Um. Anyways, bandits arrive. It is time for them to fuck up. Uh, fuck up the village. Also, we missed it, but um, there was that one guy. Uh, that Arthur was like, "Yeah, he's gonna be an especially bad fighter. Why don't oh, you go? Matthew. You go be a scout, champ." Um, <laughs> he sends the guy out as a oh, scout, man, and the, so the guy funny. is returned dead on a horse. <laughs> yeah, Crossbow the back comes back dead. <laughs> To which, on the bright side, for Arthur, I guess, excellent. We could the the sword we were going to give him, we could give someone else now. Like, uh, but yeah, that's what uh, William also gets. 
super pissy. He's like, oh, you sent him off and now he's dead. <laughs> You're all going to die. We just have to give the bandits what they want. And all of this conflict means nothing in the end because William shows up for the fight anyways. Yup. Um, but either way, um, the, the, bandits, the bandits are arriving. Um, they're trying to funnel them into a specific spot and then they're going to have uh, Morgana like light up uh, like a fuck ton of like oil and shit um, to start a big fire, but it's not working. So Merlin goes and um, does does some magic on the oil instead. Um, and everything's on fire. This village is going to burn. But also, like, did they not check that those flints would work? Because like I wasn't seeing any sparks whatsoever. Um, yeah, I Listen, don't know. Morgana's just shaky with it. It's well, fine. Even Merlin tried like once or twice, and like nothing happened. It's not that hard to make sparks from flint. The real yeah. question is, why the fuck didn't they just have a torch ready beforehand? That is the better question. Well, they would see the smoke and be like, "What the fuck's going over? What's going on over there?" They're cooking. It's a medieval village. Fire's kind of commonplace. <laughs> and you wouldn't go and try to stab the person over there? Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, You're a you bandit. Just... You see someone making some food. You go and stab them. <laughs> what do you mean? All right. All right. All right. Point taken. Anyhow, Merlin runs off, uses magic to start the fire. And then the melee is on. And it's just people, some of them with swords, some of them with wooden staves beating the shit out of some bandits. A lot of belly, bloodless belly slashes to signify people are dead because that's the rules we agreed to before this reenactment fight. Mm -hmm. Um, But oh no, the tide is turning and the villagers are getting slaughtered. Who would have thunk it? Uh, And so Merlin has to use magic and luckily William stands right next to him in a similar pose and Merlin summons a tornado that i guess knocks the bandits away spooks the horses yeah and look one of them has magic and therefore he's being kind by not killing all of us with chain lightning right now also Uh. so there's there's a a stunt actor and i i would love to know if someone who worked on this scene would reach out to us on twitter email um there's a stunt actor who is being dragged by a horse as it is fleeing the scene he then hits the lip of the ditch Ooh. and like does a midair spin. I don't think that was planned because it looks <laughs> incredibly painful and takes the actor by surprise. Huh. Uh, and I also, love... you normally wouldn't do a stunt like that with a real like uh, horse, right? Oh, no, you would. You would. You can would be you? safely with padding. You can be dragged by a horse. Okay. You just, like, there are risks, and you have to know the horse is well-trained and all that. But, yeah, no, you can you can do that for reals. Because um, he, he's really being dragged, and he really clips that ditch and gets about four feet of air. And it, it does not yeah, look planned. The, 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 the turnover that happens with that is, is him going from ragdoll to oh shit, oh shit. Like, yeah, right? Like, it's... it's it's very much like he understands, like, if he relaxes and ragdolls, his body's going to, like, take a lot less of the brunt force. And then he, he hits that ditch, gets a little bit too much air, and goes, uh-oh, things are going bad. Time to tuck in the body parts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would love to know if Also, also it cuts away while he's still in midair, like, before yeah. he lands after the ditch. Like, 
were kind of you could maybe, tell that was the end that was the end of the footage that they could get maybe they couldn't use that whole scene <laughs> but yeah they run away uh, arthur gets a one-on-one duel with kanan which he wins um and he stabs him and oh william comes over but no kanan's not dead and he's got a crossbow and he's about to shoot arthur but then kanan jumps in the way and takes the bolt for him um, William. William gets in the way. Um, all right, yeah, whatever. And not not before Arthur can get super pissed and is asking Merlin and William, which which fucking one of you idiots is using magic? I gotta kill you now, despite this not being my land. <laughs> yeah. My laws don't apply here. <laughs> my laws don't apply here, but I need to kill one of you. You don't understand. He's the, he's the crown prince. Where he goes, the laws apply. <laughs> well, I guess it's more well, like no, if is, it was this is him. William... That he doesn't care. If it was Arthur, there's going to be an explanation. Or Merlin, yeah. I keep... Everyone in this show looks the same. (laughs) Hey, I I don't even think that. Arthur is blonde and Merlin has dark hair. That's different enough. (laughs) I... I, I really like the idea of this is once again Arthur just trying to haze the entire... Um, this entire group into... Uh, wanting to be part of Camelot, and part of that is showing them they're they're not as cool laws. It's like, hey, we got we got to kill anyone who does magic. Doesn't matter if they save the town. <laughs> it's like if you guys want to join Camelot, you guys got to be cool with all the shit. <laughs> We're gonna kill one of your beloved townsfolk now. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, William takes credit for the magic as he lays dying. Uh, so Merlin's ass is saved, and the village is apparently free. Yay. Apparently, until another bandit comes and kills them again or something. Yeah. Uh, Merlin... <coughs> in... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, while they're... Um, I, I'm assuming not just saying goodbye to only William. I'm assuming more people died, but we'll, we'll say that this is William's funeral pyre that no, they're standing just by. just William and that guy who went out as a scout died. <laughs> they had two casualties. <laughs> Damn. Arthur did a really good job at training these villagers. They well, are going to overthrow the king. And incidentally, <laughs> Matthew's only body is only being burnt here so that they could get the pyre going for William. Ah, yes. They are only killing only only burning the scout to get the pyre started. The <laughs> ultimate support character. Matthew's actually still alive. He <laughs> He managed to survive his wounds, but they're, they're still burning, burning him. Alive. No one, no one bothered to check his pulse when he came back. They just assumed he just was hear, dead. Just hear, just hear him groaning as the fire as the fire starts spreading around like, him. They're like, "No, well, had, that's fine." I had armor on. It was a ruse. Oh no. Um. But yeah, uh, Arthur's like, "Hey, you were gonna tell me that William had magic, right?" And Merlin's like, "Uh huh." And he's like, "Yeah, you should have fucking done that. Magic's not cool, Merlin. We can't have shit like that." Um, you Merlin's know, magic's like, okay. against the law. <laughs> like, this is a different kingdom. They might not care about magic as much here. I mean, it appears that they do because no one else in the village so much as looks at Merlin. Yeah. <laughs> And Merlin's mom gives him a talk like, oh, one day when the time is right, you can tell him the truth, which deepens my worry that this entire show is going to be Merlin dodging telling Arthur that he has magic. And I hate that idea. I hate it so much. (laughs) It'll be the finale. 
on the finale the finale will be uh i was the magic man (laughs) (laughs) and arthur goes i was i was the magic all along (laughs) the magic wasn't the friends we made along the way it was me (laughs) i'm the magic Arthur will be bleeding to death after fucking Mordred has stabbed him in the chest. (laughs) Merlin will lean over and go, I was a wizard the entire time. David, David, are you you excited for that scene? Arthur's last words words will be like, why didn't you heal me? And it'll die. (laughs) Which Merlin just goes, I'm not that kind of, I'm not that kind of wizard, bitch. I'm out of spell slots. (laughs) I'm not a support mage. Uh, but yeah, um, that's the episode, I guess. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we went off on multiple tangents, and here's one more. This entire episode is very easily edited into a slash fic. And here is my essay on why. Um, there's just so many scenes that I'm like, <laughs> this is a delineation point for like, I swear to God, if I went by like season one fix, this is the starting point for them. This this is where it begins. Not not that one episode where Merlin falls ill and Arthur has to go and go on a big quest for him. Oh this. no, you you reference that episode as like, oh man, why did you fight so hard for him? It's because you love him. Um, fucking Merlin's mom in this is like, oh, you know he likes you, and they mean it in like a friendship, like brotherly kind of way. Or do but- they? Or do yeah, they? easily <laughs> misconstrued as like suck each other's dicks. Um, well, I think also more importantly, when it, when Merlin's mom is like, "Hey, one day you'll be able to tell him the truth," it's like, "Yes, one day you'll be able to tell him that you're gay for him. It's fine." <laughs> well, and I think that's what this series plays into so well is it is um, uh, a a character with a secret that he cannot are, tell are you to his handsome friend. Are you implying that being magic is a euphemism for being gay? <laughs> In Merlin, kind of. <laughs> and hey, they're persecuted by the government for their, their lifestyle. Uther killing all of the magic people gets way worse. <laughs> and claiming that magic killed his wife is like, uh. Oh, no. The killing oh. of the dragons was just the Stonewall riots. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. We've been praising him oh. for this. <laughs> Are dragons just this universe's bears? No, dragons are drag queens, obviously. <laughs> oh God, right. My bad. That was an easy one. I missed it. And does 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 he does he secretly have the one dragon locked up so that he, you know, is able to like go and have shows whenever he wants? Have have shows still whenever he wants. He's like, like I hate can't them, get rid of all but of them. Man, you gotta admire the artistry. <laughs> <laughs> he has so many characters to choose from. It's amazing. He's just He's a performer. Like, he's a great performer. I don't agree with his lifestyle, but my God, you can appreciate the art behind it. <laughs> There's yeah. one oh, thing no. I appreciate. It's song and dance. See, you have that aspect for it. You have Arthur uh, kind of like going against his father's word again to go help Merlin. Um, you have the the best friend who like now knows Merlin's secret. Um and if you play up and rewrite a couple scenes of them interacting more, you can easily push in a jealous Arthur. And, oh, Arthur, why is Arthur getting so jealous about seeing Merlin with his friend? And then you can even play up 
uh, they used to date, but in secret because the village wasn't tolerant and yada yada. Like you, it writes itself. Like it actually so just writes itself. What are Gwen and Morgana doing in this fic? Because they also um, didn't do much this episode. <laughs> because because like in real life, they are they're women. They are background characters. <laughs> um, oh, they no. are they are there for the um, get it on record. <laughs> <laughs> presumably. Um, uh, female author of this fic because I believe like ninety percent of slash fic is from women. Um, uh, there to be like author inserts to be like, oh look, here's Merlin. He's my super cool gay best friend, and I want to hook him up with this other guy who is. Uh, I know he's gay because I know these things, but he doesn't know it, and they would it's... just be so cute together. The fetishization of gay people by specifically straight people is so weird. <laughs> Like it's so weird to me how into lesbian straight dudes are and how into gay boys like straight women are. Like, you know those people specifically want nothing to do with you, right? Like, you are the exactly. last person and that's they why care so, about, and that's why they're so attractive I mean, because I can't have them. <laughs> Just so weird. I need everyone. I need everyone to want me, David. What the fuck? <laughs> uh. Nick, have you heard about pansexuality? <laughs> everyone. I, I need everyone to be pan. It's when you for can me. only. It's when you can only finish in a frying pan. <laughs> oh. ah. Is it like just a it's frying a, pan? A new... or are you like cooking something with it? No, just a new... just finish in the frying pan. <laughs> A, a new form of birth control. So, so do you like then like, so so question. You finish in the frying pan, and then do you go and like pour it out like you'd pour it like the fattened things? Like obviously you don't want that getting down oh, the yeah. sink and like you have like shit a, up, right? a Pringles cup. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's obviously a glass jar with an anime figure ex- in it. Oh, ex- no. excuse, excuse you. That is a Pringles cup. I. I think, David, you mean a box in the bottom drawer. Oh, jeez. Or is it a coconut? Either way, it's cursed as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they announced the Hololive, like, EN VTubers are getting uh, Figmas, which are, like, the fancy sort of, like, uh, high-grade uh, figures. And I'm like, do I... Do I want to spend seven hundred dollars on figures? I'll answer that question for you. Oh, no. no, not until you have David, Elon no. money. I mean, David, you could get you could get an RTX thirty seventy for that much. I mean, do I really need then, a house? And then, <laughs> David, who with, needs house when you have anime? Figures? You could play Overwatch too. Yeah, I don't think I the need graphics RAM. card is what's holding him back. No, I need RAM. Potato says he might have uh, RAM for me, and he told me not to buy anything. <laughs> so... is that a, is that yeah, a that sounds about right. No, Potato. Uh, no, potato. I know, but still, could that be used as one? That he has RAM for me? I mean, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But yeah, that that's, was that's uh, between that's between David and Potato. That was uh, <laughs> that was my my viewing of this episode through the lens of a slash fic. Of course, makes sense. And with that. And with that, Charlie, what is your rating of this episode? Oh, shit. Let me bring up the Excel spreadsheet. Uh, this was a very bland episode. Um, like, some stuff happened, I guess. Uh, 2.5. Uh, I will give this episode a 3. It was fine. I just, I really don't remember it that well, which yeah, to me like, means yeah. it wasn't a fantastic episode. 
it was fun. Uh, yeah, there was, was nothing wrong with it. Good, um, which is why I'm giving the, it a three. Yeah, no, but... I'm, I'm, I'm also, I'm also giving it a three. Like there was nothing wrong with the episode. Uh, it's also not one that I'd probably go if I'm only watching ten episodes in the series. I'm probably not adding this one into it as my as my watching. Uh, yeah, this thing isn't because this fanfic isn't, isn't really my thing. Yeah. Um, if, if you're into fanfic, this is a rewatch every time. Like, this, <laughs> oh yeah, this no, is where this you is... started, as Charlie has stated. I uh, I am wondering if that's the reason why this received an eight point one on IMD. Oh, maybe I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. Uh, where people will cite the brotherhood and camaraderie between Mirth and Mirth and Merlin and Merthen. Merthen. Their son, Merthen. His no, that's name, their ship name. What is their ship name? Charlie, look up what their ship name is. Because uh, this was during the era of interesting ship names. This wasn't just name oh, mashing right. era, right? Like This is when um, every ship had like some weird fucking name. Uh, would you call it Excalibur at this point? Uh, maybe. Uh, Sword this in the also... sheath. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, I like that one. Um, King and Lionheart? This... Oh... Eh, well, no, that doesn't work quite as well because they're pen dragon, penis dragon, more like <laughs> <laughs> fucking got him. Uh, we also saw a pretty sharp rise in viewership. This had seven point oh three million viewers as compared to last week's six point four seven. Holy shit! Yeah. Mid mid season viewer gains. What the fuck? It's so weird. The exact opposite of fringe. <laughs> I mean, this is a very weird peak because the rest of the season we dip back below seven. So that's so strange. Yeah, I I don't know what to tell you. Um, Merlin, Arthur, shipmate. Do they have like lots of advertisements for this episode specifically? <laughs> Merther. Is it Merther? That's fucking nonsense. That's trash. That's, that's bullshit. Tumblr, we came up with me. way cooler ones. Merther failed me. <laughs> Merther. <laughs> I love it. It's oh, anyways. It I sounds think... like a slur. <laughs> oh no. You stupid Merther. Like I don't I don't like with how much glee you stated that, Charlie. That was way too much glee. <laughs> it sounds like a slur. My favorite. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> Fucking, oh, I'm, no. I'm on the Berlin Arthur tag on AO3, and the second fic just has Derek, invented character. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to shit on you, poor author. Who names their OC Derek? <laughs> In medieval times. Fucking medieval times. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh no, Merlin and Arthur Pendragon are married and raiding over Camelot. They're magical manservant and bodyguard Derek. What? (laughs) Excuse me? Oh no. Excuse me? Hello? What? (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Okay then. Nonsense. Oh, man, some people should not be allowed to write. I know that seems cruel, but, like... No, everyone's allowed to no, write. Some allowed, people should not to write. be they're putting al- their writing on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, here's here's what I'm going to say. He put it in the spot where it should go, and that's why it's okay. <laughs> like, 
If you if you want to do that, then he found the spot for it, and that's that's what matters. That's that's fine. I am completely cool with this man writing that because I do not need to read it. He's I, I don't only... even need to go looking for it if I do not want to. He's the only fic that has Derek invented character as a tag. Well, yeah. I don't think anyone else is going to be using that amazing OC in their own fics. It's... Do you think? Do you think their real? Do you think their real name is Derek, and this is just how they wanted to get in? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Anyways, um, we're way fucking into this episode. Um, I don't care. David, any fun Derek, facts? Derek. Any fun facts before you take us out of here? Um, I I forgot what my fun fact was. <laughs> I, That's I okay. Before we recorded, but an hour and twenty minutes has passed, and I no longer remember what my fun fact was. That's that's okay, Charlie. You got you got an observer location, observer spotting in this episode. Um, oh, or uh, or is David gonna have to go find it for you? Uh, the observer is uh listening to Merlin's mother plead for help in Uther's court. Ah, uh, right. the observer doesn't leave Camelot. Smart. That's gonna be very similar to the last observer sighting, where he was just <laughs> hanging out, standing behind someone. Yeah, I figured I'd take it easy. In the on court you. of Camelot. <laughs> or no, 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 no. Never mind. Never mind. Um, he is. Oh no. He's watching. Um, <laughs> Arthur. Merlin and the peasants get set for the counteroffensive against, um, <laughs> against the bandits, and he's just peeking out from behind a wall. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I, I, these are the images I'm taking from the wiki. It's where I'm getting uh... this inspiration from. Yeah, the observer's gonna be behind that one last dude in the line. <laughs> just just also, kind of blurred out. It's gonna be great. Listen, the blurrier the oh, image, the easier it is for me to Photoshop <laughs> the observer in. Oh man, those Gaussian filters are a wonderful thing, aren't they, David? Truly amazing. Well, David, you want to take us out of here, release us, and and the listeners. Yes. Thank you all so much for listening to another rambly goddamn episode of Four Seasons <laughs> and a Funeral. Uh, we appreciate you so much for listening, uh, you four listeners out there. Um, we hope you continue to listen, and if you like listening to us and you want to give us a review on your podcasting service of choice, um, just honestly, I will read out anything sent to us at this point. Any email. No slurs. No slurs. I will read out verbatim (laughs) what you write. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, no. A hundred percent. And if you want someone else to read it out, Charlie or Nick, I'm sure they will also, oh, I will also agree to this blood pact. <laughs> I um I I reserve the right to not say things that I would not say. Nick is saying um, that, but he doesn't mean it. <laughs> I no. Wow, time to create burner accounts so I can have Nick say racist stuff. <gasps> I'm no. It, it'll be like any <laughs> Wednesday I... when Nick gets too drunk <laughs> and starts saying racist stuff. You know, that's what Nick does. Oh no. He's our drunk racist uncle. Man, Nick's really gotta stop putting back all that beer. <laughs> it's not a good look. Oh no, he's back on beer. He's so violent on beer. He was happier on gin. He was just <laughs> racist on gin. Not racist and violent. <laughs> Anyways, 
tune in next week for another episode of Forsav Outro. Our intro and outro music is The Butterfly, Kid on the Mountain by Slunchy. I, uh, I really tried on that pronunciation. I don't think it's correct, but that's what YouTube tells me.